Welcome to the Tech Sales Show, dedicated to making you a better seller. Recorded 4,827 miles across the Atlantic Ocean with Bobby Das from Houston, Texas, a father, husband, golfer, pilot, and tech seller. And Brian Evans, an expat in London, England, family man, 2X Ironman, and an ERP salesman. Both sharing tried and true sales strategies and providing free tools to make each week and campaign easier for you. They also answer your questions weekly. Now, here is Bobby and Brian. Hey, hey, Bobby. What's up, Brian? Well, we've come a long ways. We are covering really all about sales process. This has been a five-episode series that we're wrapping up today. So over the past four episodes, we've covered a number of the stages. We've laid out the vocabulary. And today, we're really going to wrap it up um, with the final stage. So all of this has been sequential. So this is one of the series. Some of the series, it doesn't matter what order you listen to it in. This series, it, it somewhat matters. So start with episode one in series number four uh, if you haven't started this yet. So, uh, Bobby, with that, why don't we jump into it? Let's do it. But before we start, I want to throw out a little something that uh, one of our listeners talked to me about. So I'll share a little story. Uh, Hi, Samantha. Hopefully you're listening to this episode. We've had a lot of people reach out to us and ask us for tips and tricks or thank us for an episode or, oh, I heard this one. It was just the perfect time for me to hear it. And she said that she, Samantha specifically said that she hadn't heard us um, really open the kimono and, and ask people and make sure that they knew that people could reach out to us. We might sound a little stiff and call our info line or email our info team. It really is just Bobby and Brian doing all this, but we have a lot of free time. We still have time to help people. We had a lot of people help us when we were early in our careers and we want to help each and every one of you. So I want to be real specific. If you've thought about, man, I wish I could talk to those guys and ask them a question, we're here for you guys. Uh, every conversation that I have with this fan of ours named Samantha, I learn something and it gives me a reason to make this podcast better, much like this comment. So if you want to get involved, you want to get engaged, you want to ask us questions, you have one big thing you'd like to know before you go into an interview, send us an email. My email is bobby at bobbyandbrian.com and Brian's is Brian at bobbyandbrian.com. That's Brian with an I. So uh, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to help you guys. We probably can't have an hour one-on-one with everybody that's uh, listening today. Our listenership has literally quadrupled in the last six months, and we're super excited about that. But we have time to help you guys reach out. We'd love to get engaged. And Samantha, as always, thank you for the feedback and the tip. And I've had similar conversations, uh, just had a career one-on-one conversation with someone that's looking to make a change in their own career. Last week, I've had a number, as I called out in the listener's choice around the expat assignment, I've had a number of people reach out that continue to reach out about how to get a job assignment overseas. They just wanted to talk in a bit more specifics around that. Uh, so whatever topic, we'd love to talk. And Bobby, I think what I like most about it, too, is it kind of jogs our mind on what topics we might explore and cover on the podcast as well. So it's been, I think, good for us to help explore uh, new topics and activities. No doubt. I, I find it still awesome and amazing and a little bit disturbing that uh, when I first talked to Samantha, she found us almost after episode two or three and said, I never thought you would respond. We aren't special. 
Um, our egos might tell us that we're special, but we're two two dudes selling tech like everybody else out there. We are just passionate about helping others, and we want to grow our audience, and we want to help as many people as we can. Um, that stuff will that'll pay us back in, in thank yous and dividends later on in life. So reach out, ask us your questions. We'd love to help. We will respond. We're here. We're here for you guys, or we wouldn't be doing it. It's that simple. Perfect. So let's jump uh, back into the final episode here, Bobby. Let's do it. So remember back in episode one, we talked about methodologies and processes. This series has all been about sales process. And we've gave you six simple stages that you can work through to, to drive home that process. At the end of this episode, we're going to talk about the methodology we believe in the most. We kind of tease it in episode five, and it's what our next series is all going to be about. So what have we talked about the last four weeks? Let's break them down one at a time. In the first episode, we started off and kind of shared our vision for the series. Episode two, we talked about prospect. In the prospect stage, it's all about demand gen and prospecting and finding potential customers. Also in the second episode, we talked about qualify. This is really all about, this is probably one of my favorites, Bobby. This is all about, are they open to my approach or my company's approach in our process? In the next episode, which was episode three, we started with develop. You know, we, we needed the customer to agree to the pain that we found. We needed to, to start talking about and creating our reverse timeline. We needed to share that broadly across our team, the customer's team, the partner's team, and get us all bought in so that we could develop the, the, the next part of the sales process. Which is solution. So we covered this also on episode three. This is effectively making an assertion on what you think you can help them with in their business. So at this point, you're doing some generic demos, probably. Uh, they're getting a feel for what you're all about. You're Ideally, you're expanding out the opportunity here as well. And in episode four, which was last week, we've got them to agree, and now we need to prove out the solution that we decided we were going to work on. So we're executing on the reverse timeline. We're trying to gain the technical win. And our goal here in Proof is to show them and win their business by getting them to give us verbal because we got the technical win. Indeed, we want to reverse timeline out of that, something that we can kind of hold them accountable to, which leads us to the close. So at the close stage, we're negotiating. Also check out our listener's choice on negotiating tips and tricks. Um, we'll also be linking to a book called Getting to Yes. That was a great one around that. We'll be looking to get signed documents, POs we talked about, uh, legal wrangling and just the different steps that we needed to get to. And we don't want to forget to celebrate. Pat those people on the back that helped you with the win. Thank the customer for the win. And then move into that bonus stage, which we're going to talk about today. And that bonus stage is the de deploy. The customer is going to deploy all of your kit, whatever you sold them, whether it's software, hardware, services, people are going to be there. PMs are going to be around. If it's just services, they're going to consume those services. This is your chance to get involved. And too often, in my opinion, and what I've seen in my career, the sales rep, the account manager, walks away right before this happens. It is a huge mistake. And, a, and too many of our sales compadres miss this step. Uh, Brian, I ask you a lot of questions, but i got to ask you this one. Have you seen a rep walk away at this point and lose the opportunity to close another million-dollar deal because they weren't engaged? On a lot of levels. Uh, one level could be that you needed them as a reference 
for that upcoming opportunity, but because you didn't t- spend time investing in that relationship, you lost the opportunity to keep them as a reference, uh, especially if you're in a job role that leads you to move on to new business development. If you're an account manager that covers the same group of accounts, you're probably more likely to have a one-on-one, have coffee with them, have drinks with them, have lunch with them. That would kind of keep you engaged with the prospect. If you're in a role that is more new business, new logo orientated, then you, at this point, you do see I use the British orientated rather than oriented. That's, you're that's, so foreign. Uh, I know, so foreign. It's ridiculous. Sorry. Uh, but if you're if you're in this kind of new logo type role, then you're probably used to kind of selling a deal and moving on. But Bobby, to your point, it's so crucial to stay engaged with this customer. That's one of those things that hits a chord with me. You just said it. I see specialists, I see reps all the time that will literally tell me they're not going to be my customer next half anyway. Let's just drain the well. Let's just go get all we can get. For you younger sellers out there, no matter what territory you're in today, you are going to cross paths with these people. Brian and I met each other multiple, two decades ago now, uh, and we still are engaged. And we've crossed paths multiple times, but with different companies and in different circumstances. Uh, it's crazy how small the IT world is. But I'll talk about, I'm excited that in two weeks, we're going to interview a CIO that I worked with at Microsoft in 2005. Closed a huge deal. Been to multiple CIO summits with them, with her. She's been a friend, a mentor, a coach to me for many, many times on my board of directors. And it's she's not my customer anymore. But you know she's gone in and out of that customer realm with me two or three times. And you know who always answers the phone? She does. No doubt. So don't lose track of that. It's important. Now, the deploy stage gives you the ability to show who you really are. And that you are there both in the good times and the bad times. We all know in IT, projects don't all go smoothly. And whether it's installing equipment, whether it's installing software, whether it's meeting people that are people, so we're going to clash in some way or another, you got to be there to hold the hands of those people through this process. So show up for deploy. The biggest piece and the reason I think it's such so important we worked so hard. Let's assume this is our first transaction with a customer. We've worked so hard to build that trust, to show them that we could solve their pain, and, and all those little pieces that we've talked about. Now we have unfeathered access. Hopefully we have a bad, so we have access to their building. If we don't, we know they're going to meet with us. we got recurring meetings about the project. You would have died for that access six months ago when you were in the develop and qualify stages. And here we are. we got the access, and you don't show up to those meetings. How disappointing is that? Brian, what, what is the opportunity that they're missing out on by not showing up? Well, the obvious piece is uh, if you're in new logo kind of hunting type business, it's the opportunity to get a referral. It could be add-ons. It could be additional services. Um, it, you know, it can be just a relationship with a customer that moves on to another company that buys your wares at that other company. It's, it's almost limitless. Like you said, the interview we've got at coming up is a great example of that. Um, what about you? What what things do you, you know, as you as you have that coffee with someone that bought your product two months ago, Bobby, what's kind of on your agenda list? If I've done my job right, we have gone from vendor and customer to partner and partner. Um, it doesn't always work that way on the first transaction or the first deal. But if I had coffee with them before I had some of their money, 
I was a vendor. They were my customer. The conversation was very different. We were dancing, per se. We might have been dating. Hopefully, at this point, if we're not engaged, we're married. They've bought my stuff. My success is attributed to their success, and their success is attributed to my my, my product success. So that conversation is more of a partnering conversation. And I expect, and I assume they expect, to partner more. Like, let's get more engaged with each other. So I'm expecting that we're going to have real conversations about what's really hurting my business right now. What would I like to see? What is it? What am I going to do if this project is successful? What's it going to do to me if this project isn't successful? Those conversations you're never having in the early stages of a sales pursuit. And now you have access to those conversations. The other thing that I I use this opportunity to get from my customers that are new or even repeat customers is access to other people. So the level of trust has gone from one level to a level that I hope is higher, hopefully a whole lot higher. But that's my ability to say, would you mind sponsoring a meeting with Joe Blow, whoever that person is? What about, hey, my execs are in town and they would like to see customers. This is your opportunity to ask them for something. I'll coach them through that piece. But now I got my exec meetings covered, right? Um, if I'm going to start asking for those favors, I got to know they're going to start asking me for favors too. And that's what partners do. And it's we're going to talk about the Challenger Cell coming up as part of our next series. And really when it comes to teaching, you're effectively, if you haven't read the book, you should read the book. We've got a review on our website. Check that out. What the Challenger Cell suggests you do is that you teach the, the customer or the prospect what it is you can help him or her accomplish with your technology. Very basic, but it's it's really important. It's a big part of, of the overall process. This is a great opportunity to have someone that can uh, do a case study for your for your marketing team. So not only were you the guy or the girl that sold the opportunity, you were also the guy or the girl that helped get a, a case study and a reference done with a customer. This is not something you're going to get right away, but if you wait until a year after they've deployed your product and then you ask for it, you're not going to get it. So you got to stay, stay connected to them. So tactically, Bobby, what do you... Let's say you sell a major deal. You've got that coffee follow-up with them after a month. Like, what what kind of cadence do you try to establish? What are the tactical things you do to stay and remain in touch with your prospect? Well, for prospects, my always my goal is to have a biweekly meeting. If I can get a meeting with the customer every other week. Now, yeah. again, taking context who I am and what I do, I am an enterprise sales rep who has six accounts. They're all oil and gas focused. They're all based in Houston, Texas. So if it's it's my mode of operandus that says I should be having recurring meetings even with my prospects and my customers. But let's assume I'm even a mid-market rep who's going to have a list of 100 accounts. Maybe I don't have a bi-weekly meeting, but I have some recurrence meeting with my customers. Depending on how much I have and how many I have may change that uh, cadence. But in my world, a bi-weekly at a minimum with a purchasing group in that in that company is my goal and my cadence. At project time, I'm having at least one, if not two, meetings uh, on a current on a recurrence with that customer. Hopefully, a bi-weekly meeting in the week, a bi in the week meeting. So Monday, Thursday, uh, project touch point uh, issues, whatever that might be, we're we're meeting on a regular basis. That cadence gives me, and my cadence is kind of strategic too. I love a 10 to 11 meeting or I love a 1.30 to 2.30 meeting. That always gives me the ability to tie lunch in around it. And lunches are where I'm really doing my prospecting for the next meeting. So we beat around the bush a little bit, but the reason deploy is so freaking important 
is because if I'm a great seller, and I mean on my game all the time and doing what I can do to make my customers successful, I am always tying in prospect and deploy. So I'm overlapping my, my close and my deploy stage of my last sales campaign with my new sales campaign as I start to prospect for the next pain point that I'm going to uncover. No question. Bob, you called out something that when you're meeting about this, the project specifically, let's say it's that 10 to 11 o'clock meeting that you're talking about the project. What's going well? I think what most sellers fear is the second part of that conversation. What's not going well? And if you stay connected with that customer post-signing and the project starts to go sideways, you probably have, if you're selling you know, software or you're selling hardware or cloud services, you probably have some sort of support team that's helping them through that process. But if you're sitting across the table from them one-on-one at that meeting at 10 o'clock and they're talking about how challenging the project is, which like you said, many projects go to have challenges. They have problems. It's, it's how you get through the challenges that, that test the resolve. But this, this gives you a chance to really to, to hear it face-to-face, which doesn't feel great. This also, use this as a learning opportunity to understand what escalation points you have within your company, too. So you're going to get some action items from that meeting if and when the project goes sideways. You're also going to learn internally who can help you fight through those challenges. What this leads to is good stories that you have for prospective customers. If you're not taking the time to help a customer that had a challenge through the process, when you're looking to sign that next customer up and that customer says, hey, what about when this project goes sideways? Are you going to be there for me? You have stories ready to go. We always talk about how important these stories are. No question. And we both worked for a company that where a dog was the logo. We overplayed the dog sometimes, and, and maybe it wasn't overplayed. We just saw it every day. But we had a pamphlet that we gave out for a while that had a dog whistle on it. You know, feedback is important, and you, you want to be one of those dogs that come running when that, when that feedback comes. As my, one of my favorite books says, Raving Fans, we've talked about it a lot. If your customer's not providing you feedback and they're not asking you for help, it's very likely they're not going to be your customer for much longer. So the day they stop telling you they're not they're having problems is the day you're in real jeopardy. So you want that feedback. And as Brian said, you, you your true colors will come out when it's the worst problem ever on how you get through that and how you solve that. So make sure you respond. So we talked about all the sales stages, deploys the big home run secret one that I've been been waiting to talk about. I think too many people don't participate in the recurring calls because they're just recurring calls, but you have so much opportunity there. So that was, well, let's say we're almost wrapping up the sales process. The other part of this series really was the methodologies. And we talked about a number of different ones in the early stage. Google sales methodologies, you'll find all kinds of them out there. But our, our chosen methodology is the challenger sale. And as Brian said, it's going to be our next series. But you guys each have to read that book. If we talk about average is the enemy, if you've listened to, to more than one episode of this podcast and you've not read that book, and if you really haven't bought it through our website, it, you're not, you're, you're nothing, you're not, you might not even be average, right? Um, you are average if you haven't read that book. It is the one thing that will help your career and help you change the way you think about the way you approach a customer and an opportunity because that's the way the world's working. With so much being at our fingertips on Google and everything else, unless you're teaching and tailoring that conversation, you are going to get beat. So go read and buy the book today. And you don't even have to be selling really high-end wares for this to be interesting or valuable for you. Even if you have aspirations to sell that, 
or if you're selling more commodity-based stuff, this is this is a great framework in which to apply uh, the sales process that that uh, we've kind of walked you through over the past month. No question, it's the only methodology that we uh, sell our souls on, and the ones that have made us a few coins, a few quarters here and there. But keep buying books; we need more quarters. So what can our listeners expect next? We've already talked about it. The next series is going to be titled The Challenger Sale, a refresher for the tech seller. We're going to take all their concepts and all the things that they're doing and really tie them into the tech sales world and what you need to be doing as it relates to learning your products, learning your solutions, and and learning what they would do to benefit your customers. And Brian hinted at a couple interviews. Um, Give us a tease about those interviews that are coming up, Brian. Sure thing. We've got one who is, as you mentioned on the uh, last episode, or actually this current episode, that is a former customer of yours that you've worked with for years and years. I know I've heard uh, you speak of her and uh, from career guidance to uh, dealing with customer type guidance. It will be a fantastic one. Uh, we also have a uh, someone that's kind of is a former A++ seller that has moved on to training other sellers. So it will be interesting to get her perspective on things as well. Can't wait to do both of those interviews and can't wait to put them on the podcast for each of you. So this will wrap up Sales Process the Series. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we'd love your feedback, comments, and as we told you on this episode, reach out to us individually. Get us involved in, in what's going on in your career and what you may need help with. I think you might be surprised on how responsive we are. And as always, average is the enemy. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Tech Sales Show with Bobby and Brian. Subscribe to their email list by going to bobbyandbrian.com and follow them on Twitter at Sales. <laughs> <laughs>